What's up, nerds? I'm Ash. And I'm Nat. And this is Nerd Bites. Yay! Welcome, nerdlings. Hope you all had a great weekend and keeping your toes nice and toasty, because holy moly, it's freezing here. For anyone in the warmer areas, just know that we are incredibly jealous of you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So jealous right now. It's freezing. (laughs) Speaking of cold weather shenanigans, we just want to let you nerdlings know that we will not be releasing an episode on 1129 in honor of Thanksgiving weekend. This week, we are trying something new. We are officially releasing Nerd Bites. You can think of these as mini episodes, and these episodes are cases we find bonkers and just simply didn't have enough information for a full episode. Or in some instances, these episodes will be topics that we find interesting, such as how the stages of decomposition of a body help law enforcement aid investigations of a case or the statistics of true crime topics. It's also where we will be doing once-a-month shout-outs, podcast recommendations, and some general show updates as to not take away from the main episodes each week. We hope you enjoy these little true crime detoxes. We won't necessarily be releasing them every week, but we will for sure have one every month for our nerdling fam. Yeah, exactly. This is kind of where we're going to just let our hair down, get a little silly, kind of like our bonus episodes. Basically, we're just going to share some news, some updates, and talk about some just genuinely weird things. But before we get going on tonight's little nerd bite, uh, we do have a few shout outs that we wanted to give. So what it comes down to is, is we've literally learned so much from some amazing podcasters out there who have just been supportive. They've helped coach us, befriended us, helped promote us. And honestly, have just been so amazing to us. So so here's some recommendations for you to just go and check out. You know, it's our way of saying thank you to each and every one of these amazing folks who've been there for us through, through the thick of it. And we adore your shows. They're so good. So we want every one of our listeners to go and listen to these shows. They're really phenomenal. Get your pens ready. Or we can get a little more modern age and you can get out your phones and start subscribing to some of these shows. So the first one that we want to recommend is a podcast called The Jury Room Podcast. They have three episodes out right now, and I'm not even kidding. I'm so hooked. It is unbelievably good. I binge listened the to to literally every single episode they had uh, this week. And I'm desperately waiting for the next episode. It, it's a true crime podcast, so I know a lot of our listeners would definitely enjoy it. So definitely go check him out. The host has a phenomenal approach to the cases that he takes, and he's he takes them very seriously. He gives each case its dues. He's very respectful to the victims. So if you like our podcast, you'll definitely like his. And we're also hopefully going to be doing a collab with The Jury Room one day in the future. So definitely go check out his show. Our other recommendation is another one that's near and dear to our heart. It is a podcast called Reverie True Crime Podcast. The hostess for this is amazing. Her voice is like the most soothing and beautiful voice ever. And she really covers some some strange tales, true crime, and just overall weird events. This is, again, another one of those shows that I'm currently binging and am super into. And she's been so supportive of us as we've launched this 
wonderful, wonderful podcast, Baby Into the World. So definitely go listen to her show as well. And my other new fave is a hilarious comedy podcast, which is called Digging in the Dome. And it is super fun and genuinely lighthearted. Not a true crime podcast. This one's just a comedy one. And nowadays, we all need a good laugh. So check them out. I literally laughed out loud listening to their episodes. And so that's always a good sign. You know, it's a good show when when you're sitting there laughing and chuckling along with it. Seriously, awesome folks over there. So go give them a listen as well. It's perfect for when you need to decompress a little after writing some pretty heavy cases. So for us, it's been a really welcome, welcome treat. (laughs) And of course, we have got the wonderful and amazing First Encounter podcast, which is hosted by two childhood best friends. This show is literally my candy. It makes me laugh and I literally listen to it when I just need to unwind and Like I said, after researching some pretty dark stuff, it's really nice to have these lighthearted comedy podcasts to get me through. This one's a gaming podcast, so it's a little different. And if you're like me and a super nerd and you enjoy games like Final Fantasy VII or even, you know, two goofy best friend hosts that are always bantering back and forth, then go check these two lovely, lovely humans out. Also... I'll be honest, I'm a little biased with this one as one of the hosts happens to be my little brother. So let's give them some awesome nerdling love and, of course, some big sister love. Uh, This podcast is awesome, and we really wouldn't be here if it weren't for the wonderful gentlemen over at First Encounter. They really bailed us out many a time on trying to launch our podcast and our website. (laughs) So let's show them some love. And last, but of course, definitely not least... We've also got the Jitters Horror Podcast. So this one maybe is a little biased as it happens to be co-hosted by my lovely husband and Ash's big bro, Jay. (laughs) It's also co-hosted by myself. It's It's my other podcast. And our friend Will is the other host for it. The podcast is a horror podcast. So we're going to be talking about horror news, doing some movie deep dives. We'll be talking about upcoming films coming out and basically just overall horror discussions and maybe sometimes debates. We're going to have some really good laughs and hopefully you folks will come check out the show. It's brand spanking news. So there's only two episodes out right now, but let's let's give it some love and uh, come and join us and listen to that. It is, again, Jitters Horror Podcast. And allegedly, our darling little Ash maybe did a collab with us and that should be coming out hopefully in the next few weeks uh, for us all to listen to and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. So allegedly, you, you folks will have to be on your toes just yeah. thinking about that. Maybe I will be on there. Maybe I won't. <laughs> oh, listen to her. She's so sassy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love but it. Let's give these awesome shows some nerdling love from our nerdling fam. We will be doing these recommendations each month on Nerd Bites to help highlight some great podcasts that are out there right now and ready for your ears. So now that we've given some podcast updates, we're going to get chatting about a tale that is literally one of the weirdest I've ever heard. So all right, nerdlings, let's take a bite out of this crazy story and let's get into it. Today's nerd bite is about the infamous Elmer McCurdy. And this is absolutely bananas, so buckle up, nerdlings, as we hop onto our horse and buggies and head back into the early 1900s. 
Elmer McCurdy was born on January 1st, 1880, and he seemed to live a lonely life as he was an orphan. Elmer was known to be an alcoholic that couldn't hold down a job due to his demons. He did, however, land a job in a lead mine. And we didn't have the science back then like we do now. And unfortunately, as a whole, we did not know the painful effects lead had on the human body. And because of this, Elmer had come down with tuberculosis. And because of his inability to keep a job, and I'm sure the tuberculosis didn't help, Elmer had turned into quite the criminal. And just because Elmer was a criminal nerdlings did not mean he was good at it. Elmer had a thing for explosives, and he had a keen liking for exploding safes. Elmer had served four years in the U.S. Army, where he learned a thing or two about explosives. He tried to blow open a safe in a bank and actually burned the bank to the ground. And in the end, the only thing left in the embers was the safe Elmer was trying to explode open. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, The irony in that is, is just crazy. Oh, I kind of feel a little bad for Elmer. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's... uh, He's trying. I know. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a criminal and all. And normally, we all know I'm my stance on on this. But I don't know. It was a victimless crime. And... He burned down a bank. (laughs) I mean, allegedly, he burned down a bank. Not, I'm not saying don't burn down banks, guys. (laughs) Don't do it. But, I mean, I feel bad. He went to all that trouble. He didn't really get anything for it. (laughs) And, I mean, I... I guess in the 1880s, there probably wasn't unemployment or any. No. Actually, no, not no. probably. There definitely was not unemployment no, or any. You were any kind help. of. No. Yeah, you were definitely on your own. So, I mean, I can't fault him for just trying to make a buck. I don't think anyone should, you know, blow up a bank. But I'm kind of bummed for him that there was that like it didn't work out. <laughs> oh, it it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> um, in another instance of criminal behavior gone awry, Elmer heard about a train transporting a huge amount of money, more than any amount he had ever seen in his whole life. I'm sure of it. So Elmer decided that it would be a great idea to come up with a way to get his hands on said money. I can't blame him here either. (laughs) I know. So he ended up hijacking the train only to find the safe empty with no money and no goods. Oh, man. (laughs) Poor Elmer. I I really feel bad for him. He's a failure at being a criminal. Yeah. I mean, he's failing really bad at this whole criminal thing. (laughs) This is a serious fail. (laughs) So authorities had heard of Elmer, and let's be real, he wasn't really hiding his criminal activity a ton here, and they were hot on his tracks after the hijacking. They found him the following day by bloodhounds hiding in a farmer's hay barn, and this ambush then turned into a shootout between Elmer and the authorities. And I'm sure you can guess who won this feat. Elmer, yeah. Yeah, it definitely was not Elmer. (laughs) Elmer was shot in the chest with a bullet and died from his wounds and since Elmer was an orphan no one had claimed his body and no one was really looking for him so Elmer wasn't really the kind of guy making friends left and right I really 
I'm weirdly empathetic to Elmer. I know he's a criminal. I don't know. It just seems really sad. Yeah, it it is sad that he's an orphan and like no yeah. one, not even a single person was like, oh, yeah, Elmer. I remember him. Yeah, that's his yeah, body. That's Something, his body. you know? I don't yeah, know. let's give him a burial. I don't know. It just, it seems weird. It seems sad. Yeah, it is sad. So this next part of the story, it gets completely insane. So just tinfoil hats, y'all. <laughs> Sometimes I genuinely can't believe the things humans will do for money. I genuinely can't. And it blows my mind. This is one of those instances. So seeing as no one had actually claimed Elmer's body, a funeral director decided to just go ahead and take Elmer's body like one does. And he decided to embalm poor Elmer's body and basically preserved him for the future. Yep. He taxidermied poor Elmer. So this funeral director was so happy with his work that he put Elmer up on display and actually charged people five cents to come and see his handiwork, which, oh my God, this is so crazy. So get this, the way that people would actually come to see the Elmer mummy, can you guess it? Can you? Wait, wait. Yep, you guessed it. They put the money in Elmer's mouth. I kid you not. Oh my God. It's so bananas. What's that saying? It's like, put your money where your mouth is. I wonder. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Poor Elmer is having people put their money in his mouth. Oh, it's so awful. I feel so bad for him. I mean, I know he was a criminal. This is not how it should have gone for him. I know. Have some compassion. Jeez. <laughs> Might as well Jeez. put like some walnuts in his mouth and try to crack them. Like that's crazy. I, literally, that's what I keep picturing. I don't know why. I feel so bad for Elmer Mummy at this point. That's awful. I know. And nerdlings, it gets even more awful if you can believe it. It is said that the children of the funeral director would use Elmer's body as a scare tactic prank on other kids. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, no. They put rollerblades on Elmer and rolled him around the funeral home. And as if this wasn't the worst, Elmer was later put in as an attraction in a carnival over in Texas. And Elmer even had a, quote, long lost brother who came to claim him from that carnival. And just when it seems like things couldn't get worse for poor Elmer's mummified body, his, quote, long lost brother was actually one of two carnies who brought Elmer along on many, many, many carnival tours. In one instance, a man had actually ripped Elmer's arm off and chased somebody around with his arm. Terrible. Um Wow, that's insane. Yeah, really Wow, that's really bad. That's like really bad. No compassion, no compassion. No. And in the late 60s, when the carnival craze kind of quieted down a little bit, Elmer was passed through yet more human hands until finally we land in 1976. And in 1976, when the popular TV show Six Million Dollar Man was in Long Beach, California filming, the crew found themselves in a, quote, fun house. And these things always freaked me out, which further leads uh, my fear. I, I'm with you. Now, I'm, I, I've never been a fan of these to begin with. I don't like clowns. They're usually clowns in fun houses. Now I have to be kind of freaked out by the concept of Elmer mummies. Yeah, I see as a kid, I 
I'm like a little bit of a germaphobe too. And I, I kind of hope mm. it's happened. So yeah. the clowns and the germs and like. Oh, yeah. So many hands. Ugh. Yeah. I'm with you. So yeah, when the crew found themselves in this fun house filming the episode, they kind of spread out all the creepy props around and mm. gave it that vibe. There was actually a particular prop that had been hanging by a noose oh, and no. spray painted with glow-in-the-dark <gasps> spray paint that had been there for four years. What? The crew member noticed that the prop looked very real, so they went to oh, reposition no. the prop when the crew member heard a snap. And the crew member realized oh. that they had accidentally broke the prop's <gasps> arm off. Oh. Which, okay, whatever. Like, it's just a right. plastic prop. Like, okay, I'll, I'll pay them whatever money they need, whatever. But they noticed the middle of the prop's arm, there was actually human bone surrounded by muscle. Yikes. And yeah. they found this. Oh, man. Can you imagine that poor crew? That poor crew. That poor person that... Was holding Elmer's side arm. Also, yeah, see, poor Elmer. Like, I do feel, I, and also poor, poor Elmer. Do not take this for not poor Elmer. Poor Elmer. Out of everyone here, he's the victim. I know. Weirdly I know. enough, this is awful. I went. I bet this happened a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh, I hope not. I hope not. See, basic moral of the story is: do not go in fun houses, nerdlings. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're gonna find an Elmer mummy. Germs, mummified humans, and yep. scary clowns. No, nope. that's not that's not a good time for anybody. No, nope. nope. absolutely not. <laughs> so soon after, authorities were called, and soon enough, Elmer was off to a medical examiner office. And after being mummified, Elmer weighed a mere fifty pounds and was oh, wow. about five feet and three inches, which is crazy because they say you grow smaller when you get older. But what about? He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't that old. So they, it was just from the mummification process. Yeah. And time. Wow. And time, yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> the examiner also found a hole that had been drilled in the back of Elmer's neck and had been oozing a grotesque yellow substance. Oh, I don't want to know what that is. Nope. Oof, I know. Mm -mm. Nope. Just nope. And in Elmer's mouth, the examiner found a penny from 1924 and a ticket to a museum called the Museum of Crime. And at this point, Elmer was missing fingers, toes, hairs, ears. His ears? Yeah. Oh, parts of his ears. <laughs> his ears? <sighs> probably what forgetting, were he doing to his ears? Probably for getting moved around so much, the poor guy. Oh, that's awful. I think this may have been why you had a little bias in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Because not only did poor Elmer grow up as an orphan and kind of a loner with tuberculosis yeah. and a drinking problem, he also had this life after death where he yeah. just got passed around and was like people made money off him. And ugh. That's just, it's, Wow. The, the, like, concept of, like, decent human, like, human decency did not happen here. I know. Gosh. Yeah. It's like, awful. Uh, I mean, I know this was a long time ago. A, a long time ago. And the uh, funeral director was excited about his embalming techniques or not. But you do not have people pay to come look at that. No. No. Ash, I would like it on the record. Please do not do that to me. Thanks. <laughs> oh do not want to end up in a never. carnival. 
as a nat muff mummy. I don't. That's not a not a lifelong goal for me. Oh my god! Yes, please no. Oh jeez. I'll make you a deal. You don't mummify me. I won't mummify you. We're good. I'll claim deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Elmer. I know, but this story does have like a little bit of a happy ending. So Elmer McCurdy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. How could it get? any happy. Um, Elmer <laughs> McCurdy was finally laid to rest in 1977 under six feet of cement in Oklahoma. And the cement was to be sure that this poor man would never resurface again and his final resting place would be forever. And that that's the way it should be. And that's the way it should yeah. have been over 60 years before. Yeah, that's bananas that case is crazy isn't that crazy i i had to look into this so deep because i was like there is no way this is real no right yeah i knew you were super pumped about this so i i I only knew like a little bit of it i didn't know the full the full details this one was pretty bananas yeah and this is a really good first uh, nerd bite breakout episode, you know. Get yeah. that, get that nice uh, detox in from from. from I mean, the this true is crime. true crime, but still, it's. <laughs> ah, I well, mean, I don't know. Elmer ended up at a museum of crime, so there's that. That is true. Also, yeah. funny story, Ash. It's kind of fitting that you picked a mummy story for this episode because, if I remember right, our very first episode. We talked about a mummy, too. That is true. The mummy in Vermont. The mummy in Vermont. So it all comes back around, nerdlings. I'd forgotten about that until just now. You're welcome. Full circle. (laughs) Full circle. Apparently, we like mummies. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should be concerned about that. Yeah, we like true crime and mummies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. So. I'm curious to see what what we find or what we find for for the next nerd bite. It's probably going to be a weird one. I'm sure it's going to be a weird story. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will will be. And if you nerdlings liked this episode, let us know. Let us know yeah. if you liked these uh, little true crime detoxes. Hit us up nerd on Twitter, bite. Instagram, email, Facebook, what have you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do have a Facebook group, too. So check it out. If uh, you guys want to join, just hit us up there and we'd be happy to let you all in. So it would be awesome. So feel free to come join us for some random discussions and, you know, hopefully good times. Yeah. Good times had by all. (laughs) (laughs) Not Elmer. Not Elmer. Oh, poor Elmer. Mm, Poor Elmer. All right, nerdlings. And with that... It is the end of our very first Nerd Bite. And if you liked this episode or any of our others, please hit that subscribe button and feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast subscriber. You can also hit us up on our Instagram at CrimeTimeNerds or check out our case notes at CrimeTimeNerds.com where we post references and photos of all of our cases. We also have a Twitter account, which is at CrimeTimeNerds and an email you can reach us at which is crimetimenerds at gmail.com. We will catch you next time, you crime-loving nerdlings. 